On today's episode of the JRW Audio Experience, I answer the question why understanding the narrative of our societies is so important. Enjoy. So if you think about our society, our society's narrative is created and sculpted by the media, by the written word, photo, and video. And once you understand that, you really start to audit and inspect the media, the written word, and the photo, and the videos that you're listening to and consuming because they're created by the individuals that are the millionaires, billionaires, and monopolists. So once you understand that, you should be extra cautious and extra skeptical and I mean skeptical and extra just auditing and inspection of those sources, whether it's the banking, whether it's the media, whether it's uh, the publications, all of them. The rules are the media. So if you think about a board game like Monopoly and we're living in a game of Monopoly, then you understand that the people that are in charge are printing the rules, the rules being the media and the narrative that they're creating and sculpting, being as far as the written word, photo, and video. And then they're printing the money. And at the same time, they're controlling the whole board game of Monopoly. And once you understand that, that's the narrative of our, of our society. The narrative is created by the written word, photo, and video of the people in power. And the narrative that's sculpted is an essential part of the fear and scarcity and the division and the issues that we have in our societies. So changing the narrative of our society is massively important because changing the narrative leads to massive social change, rapid social change. The biggest narratives are the money narrative, the religion narrative, human rights narrative, um, and so forth. Human rights, money, religion, and understanding that the government and businesses and companies are narratives. They're, they're fictional narratives. They're fictional myths. Everything in, in existence is essentially a fictional myth to some extent. And once you understand, understand that, it's really powerful and you understand the power of fictional storytelling and the power of story that we as humans are spending most of our time and we don't even realize it consumed by narratives that are being sculpted and created by the society that we live in, which is owned and controlled by large millionaires and billionaires. And the billionaires and the millionaires are the monopolists. And they're the ones that control the TV channels, the newspapers, the stock market trade. Like if you look at the Dow Jones, the Dow Jones is a publication. They have the market Baron watch. They have Baron. They have all these publications that are articles that talk and discuss about the narrative of our stock market or the narrative of our societies. CNBC is owned by, if you look at Rupert, I challenge you to look at and understand that CNBC and a lot of these companies are owned by Rupert Murdoch. And he is an incredible coercive monopolist. And he owns a lot of the publications that we're speaking to. So once you understand that Rupert Murdoch is a large part in any of the publications that are released, you start to realize that the narrative, when you read headlines of newspapers or magazines or articles published online, you really need to question the narrative they're trying to sell you. And the articles as a whole, what are they trying to say or control or manipulate or leverage? Because a lot of people in power, they're not simply here to educate and advocate and empower and live in abundance. They are here to manipulate and coerce. So understanding that the narratives of our society control essentially a lot of us on a day-to-day basis, what we do and why we do it when it comes to money, working a job to make money and contribute to the system that the coercive monopolists have created or whatever the narrative is that we're living in and believing in. We must unite and inspect and audit the narrative of our society and the narrative of monopoly and the narrative of money and the narrative of human rights so that we can move forward creating the narrative of the future that is equitable, fair, 
and just and generous and kind and empathetic and unifying because at the end of the day, the monopolists don't want that. They do not want this, folks. They don't want us to unify and audit and inspect the narratives of monopoly and the narratives of money and the narratives of human rights and communicate them and create the new realities of tomorrow that are fair, equitable, generous, kind, empathetic, and unifying because that is the end of their coercive monopolist and their coercive manipulation of the game of monopoly that we've been living in for the last however many years. But at the end of the day, I challenge people to really inspect and audit the narratives they believe in and question and question and question. And that's why a podcast is so important for me is because I question, audit, and inspect concepts, beliefs. And I understand that simply everything that we believe in doesn't always necessarily mean it's true. It's just that we believe in it. And the narratives that we're sold are powerful. And if we can change those as a society, we'll see rapid social change and rapid social equity. Remember, folks, it's not right. It's not wrong. It is simply one man's perspective. At the end of the day, we all have our own POV, but it doesn't make any of us right or any of us wrong. We are in media using the written word, photo, and video to elevate the level at which we operate, cooperate, communicate, and create, hoping that by sharing powerful, authentic, fictional stories in a vulnerable, creative, cultural, relevant fashion that we can bring hope, education, advocacy, and empowerment to the end consumer. Because remember, folks, none of us are right and none of us are wrong. It is simply our perspective.